Welcome, everybody, to the Discovery of Podcast. This is Paul, and uh, we're going to have uh, the topic, What is it? What is it that we talk about all the time when it comes to the Discovery of Method? And Jody, you're online, right? Yep, I'm here. What is it in your own words? Give us an analogy of what you think is it. So we've talked about it maybe a few times on here. And um, well, what it stands for is your internal thoughts. And you probably heard us mention a bunch of times where we talk about our past program conditioning. And what that means to me basically is once we're born, our brains, especially in the beginning, it just starts to absorb everything. It's trying to learn all these new things. It's trying to learn how to talk the language that you're listening to. You're trying to learn how to walk. You're trying to do all these things. It's absorbing your surroundings. It's absorbing colors. And you're just basically creating your kind of your personality, so to speak. And all these things build together, and they get stored in your subconscious mind, and they create your kind of your normal. So whether it was a a good, happy childhood or a real chaotic childhood, even though you, you'll find out later on that maybe that wasn't normal, it's very difficult for the subconscious mind to see anything different. So that internal thought's always going to be there and always going to be playing over and over. And some of the neg- negative side effects are like if, if your parents were really strict and they were always yelling at you or they were always upset because of their own condition, they may have said things to you that you would either think about out loud in your head or you would just think about subconsciously, and it kind of creates this program of what you believe to be true. You know, Paul always mentions that, you know, in the beginning I, was, I would think of things, and if you ask, ask me why I did certain things, it was just my answer was, well, it's just the way I am. That's just that's what I do. You know, I like to... People say, I like to do this, I like to do that, or, you know, I'm not good at remembering names. All these things that you think subconsciously and oftentimes verbalize out loud create this program in your mind of who you think you are. Sometimes those are good things. Sometimes you may have a a high self-esteem based on how you were brought up. That internal thought is always there and always finding a way to control you until you learn to recognize it. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much, Jody. Also another question, Jody. Why do most people become their own worst enemy because of it? Well, you have that that program, so you're always thinking of those things. So no matter how you think you want to change or goals that you think you want to achieve, you're always going to have that internal thought holding you back to keep you just the way you are. So every time you try to improve something, it's going to be like, whoa, I don't like this change. This isn't who we are. We need to go back to the way we were. So no matter how successful you try to be, your internal thought's always going to be there to kind of knock you back down. So until you recognize it, it's, it's going to be your own, own worst enemy. 
Very good. Also, how does the, the Discover It method, the three-step program, identify, confront, and become proactive, how has that worked for you in the past four years that you've been with the, the program? So the three-step method, um, like Paul said, the first step is identifying. So I talked about all that past program conditioning. What We need to look at it. And sometimes it takes talking with another individual in order to really determine what those things are good and which ones are bad because um, one of the first books I read was The Lies We Tell Ourselves. And basically it kind of, it's the long form of like this internal thought and all these things that we tell ourselves. So being able to really analyze, take a good inventory of all your, all your life experiences, uh, what you went through, things like that, and learn to identify, one, that they exist, and two, which ones are good, beneficial, and which ones need to be changed. Sometimes change is very difficult. You'll find a lot of different things that you'll even try to lie to yourself and convince yourself that, you know, it's not that bad or it's not hurting anybody. It's, it's okay. So the second step is really to confront those things. And then, you know, working with somebody, you can, you can really it's, – it's easier to lie to ourselves than it is to, like, verbalize that to someone else because once somebody asks you some questions and starts to challenge your ideas, you realize how, uh, I guess, different they really are. And you, you can kind of really come to grasp. And if you're ready to do some change, you're going to confront those ideas. The last step is being proactive. Once we have this list of these things we want to change, uh, we need a game plan. We need to write down some goals, write down some things we're going to do, um, have some good reasons to back those up, and, and really be proactive. And I think the hardest part for me with the three-step process is this in, internal thought continuously running. It's always coming at you. It's always naturally going to try to bring you back there. One of the easiest ways for me to recognize that was there's certain like hobbies that I really had an interest in and a passion in based on my past program conditioning. And if I was around a group of friends and somebody ever mentioned one of those hobbies and I had a passion for that, it would instantly spark that subconscious mind and instantly kind of get me going and get me talking about and get excited about that subject, whatever it may be. There's a bunch of things. And in the beginning, it was harder for me to really recognize that that was happening. So I think the key to the, the whole three-step process is having a continuous awareness of what you're thinking and what's going on around you. And, you know, being able to re-identify that you're doing that thing that you were trying to be proactive against and just continuously running these through, always being aware, like, why am I doing what I'm doing? We develop a lot of routines, probably way more than you even think of throughout our life, whether it's putting your socks on, your shoes on, uh, driving, driving to work. Um, I was talking with a guy the other day, and he was trying to go uh, to some place that's on the path to the way that he normally drives to work. As he was driving, he realized he passed his turn like, a ways back, he was just on his normal drive to work, and he's like, man, I missed my turn. 
not missed my turn, but he's like, we're not even paying attention, just on autopilot. And so he turned around, went back, and he drove right by it again because that was the way he goes to go home. So, so many things of our life, in our life, are on autopilot, and we're just doing without thinking that being aware and starting to do everything consciously and with awareness, you can start to really analyze what you're doing. And it's very difficult because it takes a lot of extra thinking, things like brushing your teeth, all those things. Um, for a while, I was uh, brushing my teeth with my left hand just to do something different to kind of train my mind to be more aware of what I was doing. I think that's probably the, the key is that awareness and identifying those things. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much, uh, Jody. Really appreciate that. Ray, you online, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, could you look up the word entity? Entity, okay, a thing a definition. with... It's a thing with distinct and independent existence. Repeat that one more time for me. Entity is a thing with distinct and independent existence. Thank you very much, Ray. You know, it is a fascinating entity. You know, our mind is broken up into two different uh, factors, the conscious and the subconscious. The conscious, Einstein says, is the 3% of the two minds. The conscious mind uh, handles our functions of our body, the heart, the, the whole organisms and things of that nature. Now the other mind, which is the subconscious mind, Einstein says that we don't use but 3% of the conscious, but we use, we have 97% of the subconscious that it's a vacuum, okay? But how have we become so controlled in our life through the subconscious mind, right? What's that? How has, how has the subconscious mind, the 97% of who we think we are, how has that influenced our lives so much in a negative way? Well, negative or positive, just depending on your programming. True. So I'd say, I mean, just programming. So habits, repetition, programs that subconscious, and then it continues on that path until change. Very good. Ray, how has the discover it method, the identify, confront, and proactive, how, has, how have you benefited in the 10 years with us in, in the transformation process of the Discover It method? So just from becoming aware, aware, like actively looking at things to see what the cause and effect is so that you can attempt to uh, make, make those adjustments. In the beginning, Ray, the, uh, the it factor, was that to you a hard thing to... Uh, 
understand or did it come easy to you to relate to that it factor? No, I just realized the uh, parallels and so many different ways of explaining that same concept, like the devil is one example. So to me, it's, it's another way to explain the difficult to explain. So it was familiar to me. Very good. Appreciate you uh, participating in the uh, presentation this evening. Anyone, before we get off the phone, uh, like to say anything, put some input into what is it factor today? All right, guys. Um, appreciate the participation and uh, all the input. We will be here next Thursday night, 730. Make sure that uh, you ask your friends, relatives, and even your enemies to get online next Thursday night at 7.30. I'm glad you reminded me, Jody, of the, the book, The Lies We Tell Ourselves. I think I tried to get everybody coming aboard the Life Coach University to uh, read that book. It's a very enhancing and knowledgeable book. Tells a lot of, brings out a lot of the uh, hidden secrets we kind of sometimes ashamed of, of, of really looking at. But uh, thank both of you for uh, participating this evening, and we will see you next Thursday night, 7.30. Be sure to call 518-992-1035 and use access code 655-145. Y'all be real tonight.